Chapter 3, verse 1. Put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work. Oh, I like that. The very first thing he mentions here is the fact that the church must have members who are law abiding it. A believer should obey the laws of the land in which he or she lives unless those laws conflict or contradict his duty and relationship to God. And every believer must be ready to every good work. I verse 2, to speak evil of no man, to be no brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. Paul tells Titus here to instruct the Christian saints not to speak evil of no man. In, in other words, don't talk bad about no one. Don't say nothing about someone else that you don't want to be said about you. Don't spread negative rumors. Don't be a gossiper. Number two, don't be a brawler. In other words, don't be a fighter. There is a reason why Paul said this. This was a group of unruly people before they got saved. Before they got saved, they loved to fight. So Paul instructs them not to be fighters, physical fighters. In Christ, our battles are not physical, but spiritual. Therefore, we have to carry ourselves in a different way. Number three, be gentle. Every believer is to always be kind to everyone, regardless of how treated. Number four, showing all meekness unto, unto all men. The word for meekness is priors, which describes the man whose temper is, is always under complete control. A meek person knows when to be angry and when not to be angry. He patiently bears wrongs done to himself, but is always ready to defend others who have been done wrong. Alright, verse 3, for we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving divers lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. Now this is a picture of the unsaved today, and a picture of you and me before we got saved. We were once foolish, disobedient, deceived, enslaved to lusts and pleasures, living selfishly and hating others. That is a picture of the lost world. Alright, look at verse number 4. But after that, the kindness and love of God our Savior toward men appeared. Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy, He saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Now verse 3 here shows the, the, the condition of humanity after Adam's sin. But 2,000 years ago, the kindness and love of God appeared to humanity. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Aren't you glad that his kindness and love appeared to humanity? We were saved according to his mercy and not by anything we did. We have been reborn. We now possess the Holy Spirit of God. Verse 6, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Have you noticed that in everything God does, there is a surplus? When Jesus fed the 5,000 with two fishes and five loaves of bread, after they finished feeding them, there were baskets of food left over. God has shed on us in abundance his kindness, his love, and his mercy. Oh, I'm glad about that, y'all. 
Verse number seven, that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Listen, we have been justified by God's grace and we have been made the heirs of God. Paul says in another place in scriptures that we are heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. And that is not all, my brothers and sisters in Christ. We also have a hope of eternal life. And that is Jesus is coming to take us up on out of here. And we shall be changed in a moment, in a twinkle of an eye. We shall put on our eternal bodies and forever live with the Lord. All right, look at verse number eight. This is a faithful saying, and those and these things I will that thou affirm constantly, that they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable unto men. Now, God expects every believer to produce good works. We don't work for salvation because salvation is a gift from God. But after salvation or after being saved, we work for rewards that will be given when the believers stand before God to be judged concerning the things which we have done. We as believers must maintain good works. Paul tells Titus to keep affirming this constantly. All right, look at verse number nine. But a Avoid foolish questions and genealogies and contentions and strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable and vain. Paul tells Titus to stay away from useless discussions. The Greek philosophers spent their time on their fine-spun problems. The Jewish rabbis spent their time building up imaginary genealogies for the characters of the Old Testament. The Jewish scribes spent endless hours discussing what could and could not be done on, on the Sabbath, what was and was not unclean. Paul told Titus to stay away from those types of discussions because they were unprofitable and vain. All right, look at verse number 10. A man that is a heretic after the first and second, admonish, reject, knowing that he that is such is subverted and sinned, being condemned of himself. Now, a heretic was a person whose opinions or beliefs differed from the apostles' doctrine. Paul tells Titus to separate himself from anyone who, whose beliefs are in opposition to the word of God. All right, let's look at verse number 12. When I shall send Artemis unto thee, Antiochus, be diligent to come unto me to Nicopolis, for I have determined there to winter. Bring Zenos the lawyer and Apollos on their journey diligently, that nothing be wanting unto them. And let ours also learn to maintain good works for necessary uses, that they be not unfruitful. All that are with me salute thee. Greet them that love us in the faith. Grace be with you all. Amen. Now we see here in this passage that the early church had a saved lawyer. There were many educated believers in the early church. Paul himself was very educated. Luke was a physician. And the list goes on. Paul's last piece of advice is that the Christian people should practice good deeds so that they themselves should be independent and also able to help others who are in need. Then he concludes the letter with a benediction. Grace be with you all. Amen.